0: Presented by Weshfinancial.com. This is Wealth Built to Last. Hi everyone, Marlon Wesh here with Wesh Financial and welcome to another episode of our show. The title of today's episode is Managing Risk with a whole lot more than thoughts and prayers. Let's just admit it, guys. Um, You know, when you start thinking or you're talking about making a plan for your finances, the first thing that comes to mind is saving or investing, right? It's the stock market, it's your 401k, it's your brokerage account, it's uh, all of that fancy schmancy stuff, the charts that go across your Yahoo Finance uh, account. Uh, maybe it's the analyst reports you get off of your Morningstar account. Admit it. When you think about finances, when you think about improving your finances, the primary thing that comes to mind is investing. If uh, if that's so, you know you truly aren't alone. I mean, after all, most of the high achieving professionals, the entrepreneurs, business owners that I'm having conversations with, their primary concerns are that, you know, they're scared of running out of money in retirement if they don't have enough saved. They're concerned that they might be missing out on opportunities to significantly, exponentially increase their earnings. They're, um, they're concerned about taking their hard-earned money and turning it into more money, right? So it's not it's not a, a novel thing. It's not something that's bad or something that you should be ashamed of. Not at all. These are necessary steps. These are necessary processes. These are necessary strategies to build a significant and lasting wealth. But it is a step too fast. You know, the number one reason why finances go awry besides the fact that – um Staying in the dark about your finances are the number one way to fail at it. Um, But besides that, the number one reason a money plan goes awry is because most of the people that make a plan for their finances, they're planning for all sunshine and no rain. They're thinking about an ideal situation, an ideal outcome that they want out of their finances, the way they're living their lives, what have you. but. They don't take account of all the things that could trip them up along the way. When you think about it, the broadest goal of wealth planning, right? You know, the overarching picture, the overarching conversation that's carried throughout every step is that you're trying to leverage your income of your working years to break your dependency on that same income in your retirement years. Does that make sense? Right? You work nine to five or what have you every every day and uh, maybe every week, every other week, monthly, salary, what have you. You get compensated for your services, your expertise, right? But at some point, you're going to get older, frailer, less enthusiastic about the fact that you're doing that, and you want to put yourself in a position where you're no longer – Uh, dependent on that same income in order to survive. That's the broad goal of wealth planning, right? And why do we do that? Well, we do that for the simple reason, I've said this on countless other shows, that we have limited resources of time and money, okay? And we need to leverage those two resources to turn our money into more money, right? If that wasn't true, you know, we wouldn't have to do this planning at all it would be a moot point right because we would have all the time in the world and we would have all the money in the world so there would be not there would be no barrier to us doing anything that had a financial cost uh, attached to it right but just like in our investment strategies our saving strategies you know most of us most of us know that it's a really smart thing to spread our assets around spread our money around so that everything that we haven't bet the family farm on the uh, uh, on one horse. Did I say that right? I'm a Haitian immigrant, so you're going to have to forgive my uh, uh, American euphemisms, right? <laughs> but you don't want to spend all your money in one spot because chances are that horse can become lame. Chances are that company can go under. So what we do is we diversify. We take our money and we put it on different horses, we bet it on different horses. We spread it across different companies. We spread it across different sectors. It's a well—it's uh, a—it's a well-received uh, fact that that is a key to su- success in the stock market. And just like it's important to diversify your investment portfolio, so you're reducing that risk of losing everything. It's equally important to spread out your income dependency from just being on the shoulders of your employer. Did you catch that? It's as equally important to make sure the way you pay for the obligations you have today and fund the goals you have, your future goals, you want to make sure the risk that's associated with you being solely dependent on your employer to you being employed by your employer to fund all that, you want to spread that around so if building that nest egg is the goal right whatever that represents it may it may represent you being completely retired at age 65 what have you it might mean you're uh, partially retired you might want to always work just a little bit but you don't want to have to have to work or maybe it's like I want to move to Bora Bora live in a beautiful beach community and just smoke my cigars and drink my whiskey all day, whatever that goal is, if building that nest egg is the goal, you've got to be able to anticipate what could potentially keep you from being able to achieve that goal. That is where wealth planning comes into play. So let's talk about it, right? What are a couple things that would keep you from uh, uh, achieving those goals? Well, what comes to mind for me is not having saved enough or your money losing its value due to inflation, right? What do we do to combat that? Well, we typically we want to make sure that our investments in the stock market, uh, you know, the returns outperform inflation and supports our retirement cash goals. Whatever that big number at the end of the day is needed, we have to make sure that our strategy gets us there. It's not good enough to just put money away and say, oh, I'm saving. So what? How much you're putting it, uh, how much are you putting away? Is it enough to support that goal, whatever your nest egg goal is? Another thing that uh, would keep you from achieving that would be not keeping what you've earned. Whether it's due to investment fees or taxes uh, that are outrageously uh, punitive, right? So you want to make sure your investment strategies, one, don't penalize you with unnecessarily high fees or leave you catastrophically exposed to punitive tax liabilities. That's one way that we combat that problem, right? Another gap, another challenge, another stepping stone that could potentially keep you from uh, realizing your goal of that nest egg would be being unable to generate enough income in your wealth accumulation phase due to a debilitating injury or premature death, right? So what you need is a plan that protects your income where it's vulnerable. What am I talking about? I'm talking about strategies from a fully funded emergency fund to disability and life insurance. I mean, think about it. A lot of us have started saving at some point in time in our life, and we've been derailed by something, and that something is called life. It may have been a uh, situation with the car, it may have been with a uh, medical illness. It may have been with an unexpected housing issue, uh, what uh, unexpected unemployment, whatever it is, many of us have had uh, plans to save, we've actively begun to save, and somewhere along the line, we've had to take from our savings in a way that hurt our future goals, right? And it sucks. And it's demoralizing, and it's frustrating, and it it, it makes us feel that we just can't win. A very common tool that we now know, if you've been following me for a while, that we now know is important for us to have is an emergency fund. I've told you stories about how my emergency fund saved my butt in many situations where it was less than ideal. You know, when we talk about emergency funds, we talk about wanting to have anywhere between three to six months, ideally three to six months of living expenses covered in cash so you can reach it easily. And when I think about life insurance, when I think about disability insurance, I like to put them into three categories. I like to think that they they provide support for growth, preservation, and transference of wealth. Life and disability insurance, I like to think as the emergency fund that doesn't make sense for you to save for. When we're talking about normal emergency funds, three to six months of living expenses, I mean, that can differ for different uh, individuals. But the idea is to be relatively easy and that it's logical for you to hold that much cash on hand. But when you're talking about life insurance and disability insurance, we're talking about an enormous sum of money that it doesn't make sense for you to self-insure. An emergency fund is a self-insurance policy, right? You see the risk that what it would cost you to be unemployed, to have no income um, for three to six months or for something horrible to happen medically or 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 something to break on your vehicle, what have you, something to fix in the house, and you think, huh, I can reasonably save three to six months of tragedy, right? But when you're thinking about being disabled, when you're thinking about the implications of not being able to to, uh, to work because of a disability or not having income, uh, because of premature death, that's an exponential, catastrophic loss that it really doesn't make sense to self-insure in an emergency fund. So that's what life and disability insurance does. It's the emergency fund that doesn't make sense for you to self-insure. Life and disability also, it, it, the, it, at its core, it exists to replace your current efforts, to meet your financial obligations today in the event of your premature death or family members or business partners, right? And not only helps to protect income, replacement of income, but also the fact that if you have obligations to your family, to your loved ones, to a business partner, what have you, it helps to make sure you meet those obligations If you're not around anymore. And then the other thing that it does, life insurance particularly, is that it is a powerful, powerful tool to leverage the income you have today to pass on significant wealth to the next generation. So uh, one of the questions I get all the time from people is like, how do I build wealth? How do I build wealth? Well, there's not just one way. There's are several ways and we can have a conversation about what's the best strategy for you, but hands down by far the cheapest way to path, to pass wealth on to the next generation. And I'm talking about with money spent to do that as well as taxes, as well as fees, the cheapest way to do that is truly through life insurance. And, uh, Look, the to ignore the position of life and disability insurance as the foundation for a healthy wealth plan is a grave and irresponsible error. And look, I, I don't actually I don't even sell life insurance or disability insurance to my clients. If I it, it, when I recommend my clients to 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 go ahead and get a policy to protect themselves, I've got to recommend them to somebody else who will get paid for giving them that policy. But it's so important that the foundation is set. The worst thing in the world, right, would be for you to have spent so much time and money and effort dutifully contributing to your 401k, investing uh, in your brokerage account, putting money aside, dutifully doing that. And then what happens is you lose your ability to earn money if you're alive or your life is prematurely cut short and your family is no longer taken care of, and then they have to go into that. So you would have w- wasted all that effort because now your family members has to deplete that 401K, that IRA, deplete the savings, the cash savings just to survive. And then also have no retirement and no cushion for themselves. Guys, this stuff is is the is the bedrock, it's the foundation of a healthy financial plan. It's not sexy, but it works, and it's the right thing to do. You could say that wealth planning is the entire wealth planning exercise uh, process is an exercise in risk management with strategies taking on uh, defensive positions and offensive positions as appropriate. So when you're managing risk, you need to remain outcome-focused and purpose-driven. You need to be able to identify what outcome you're trying to achieve, and then more importantly, identify what will potentially keep you from achieving those outcomes, and then protect yourself against just that. That's what managing risk is all about. And you got to do it with a whole lot more than thoughts and prayers. You can't plan for all sunshine and no rain, because rain is inevitable. Rain is inevitable, whether it comes in in, in the form of a broken car, whether it comes in the form of surprise unemployment whether it comes in the form of an, an unexpected medical expense, whether it comes in the form of a premature death, rain comes. But you certainly can have an umbrella to protect yourself from the storm. And that's what it's all about. Make sure before you venture out fearlessly, boldly, aggressively going after your financial goals, aggressively saving, aggressively uh, uh, funding your children's educations, funding your retirement, doing all the things that will set you up in in the position to win. Before you do that, make sure you have an umbrella as you go out into the storm or else you'll get drenched and worse, you'll drown. So those are just some thoughts that you want to make sure that as you're creating your financial strategy that you're cognizant of. And if you're cognizant of that and you put into practice the things that we've talked about today and on all the other shows, you will put together a plan that is a one-stop solution to managing your wealth. It's a coordinated strategy. And you will – get to a point where you can just look at yourself in the mirror and be proud of this person that created an amazing type of life, not only for themselves, for their their family, their loved ones, charitable organizations, if you're philanthropically inclined. Uh, you, you, you'll know that as you enjoy what you've built because you've worked hard, you'll know that you've not endangered your family's livelihood because you took a vacation. You'll feel invigorated by the fact That you finally understand how money works and now it is working for you. And you'll be overtaken with the sense of complete gratitude that you have a step-by-step plan to break through the ceiling that is your income to create that nest egg that you need to live, to to retire when you want, and enjoy any level of income security that just is beyond what you could have ever imagined before. If that's what you want and, if, and, and and you're concerned that you perhaps aren't able to do that on your own, I want to invite you to reach out to us at myfamilymoneyplan.com slash talk. It's a free breakthrough call that I offer uh, to my listeners, to my viewers, and and, and and on the call, we really just dig deep into what your out, your, de- your desired outcomes are, and we identify what's keeping you from getting there. And then we work with you to close the gap, help you miss some of those steps that miss some of those missteps that could completely derail your strategy and your plan. If that's what you want, reach out to me, myfamilymoneyplan.com slash talk. And I'm happy to spend 45 minutes to an hour on the phone with you and help you achieve those outcomes that you so desperately want. That's it for today. Until next time. Keep living the life that you want to live and live it on your own terms. I'll talk to you later. Bye, guys. If you're enjoying our show, follow West Financial on our social channels. And don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. And as always, our breakthrough sessions are completely free. So schedule yours today at myfamilymoneyplan.com talk.